0: It's The Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and today, if you didn't know, you must be aware by now of the whole incident that took place in Nashville. A shooter went in to a Christian school and ended up killing six people, three kids, three adults. When I first heard this story... They were only describing this person as—they originally described this person as a teenager. They thought it was an 18-year-old. And then it started to say, oh, uh, another—there was a shooter in there. And the shooter ultimately met their demise after the police shot the shooter. But they would not describe the shooter. They wouldn't say anything about the background, who this person was— wouldn't name the person, wouldn't do any of those things. So when I first hear those kinds of omissions, the first thing that comes into my head is, one, what's the race? Two, how many chromosomes does this person have? That's what I'm saying, because in these mainstream media outlets, the mainstream liberals will do anything in their power to omit uncomfortable truths that would be counter to the mainstream liberal narrative so if it is a mass shooter event and it happens to be an african-american shooter that story is not going to get very far and then if there's another wrinkle to all of this if it's a female shooter it might get far but now we know That it is a transgender shooter. Now this takes on a completely different form, right? How could they obviously try to run up the flagpole? A brand new restricting Second Amendment litigation or litigation. (laughs) Legislation, not litigation. How can they try and run that up the flagpole? When the murderer is transgender, they'll never try to do that. They originally tried to do that earlier today, but that all died down once more details came out about this person. And when you look at some of the people that are commenting on this, you start to see a different narrative take shape. So there's a guy by the name of Andy Ngo, N-G-O. He goes by the Twitter handle, Mr. Andy Ngo. It's really nil, I think. Uh, breaking. The deceased mass shooter of the Christian school in Nashville has been identified as a trans person, Audrey E. Hale. Three children, three staff members murdered. Uh, the 28-year-old woman, identified as he, him, and uses the name Aiden, is identified as the now-deceased suspect who shot up a Christian school... In Tennessee, killing six, including three children, the killings follow the state banning aha, so this is what's important about all this, right? Mr. Andy No also also kind of slipped something in there, and this is where Greg Bolden and I share the same opinion, Mr. Andy No decided to say, oh well, uh, being that this is a female to male transgender person, right that, at least this is what I'm gathering it's female to male being that it's a female to male uh, transgender person, obviously this person is taking testosterone. So the real issue here is that Andrew it, or Audrey Hale is not really a woman, it's a man due to the amount of testosterone pumping through their veins. Um, do you see the angle that they're taking here? They're trying to say that people with testosterone in their bodies are dangerous. It doesn't matter if they're trans. It doesn't matter if they're biological males. They're trying to promote this angle that testosterone is the issue. And mark my words, they're going to try to separate trans people Uh, From Audrey Hale here. And the reason why they're doing that is in every other incident that we see out there. Oh, how come you misgendered me? I'm clearly a male. I'm clearly a female. Unless there's a mass shooter, then it's, oh, a woman uh, who identifies as a male and is taking testosterone. No, 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 no. It can't be that. You can't separate the population after you worked so hard over the past two years to say, no, if I identify as a woman, I am a woman. If I identify as a man, I am a man. If, 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 I, if I identify as a jellyfish or a palm tree, god damn it, you better believe that I am one of those plants or animals. No, that's not how this works. This is a transgender person. End of story, right? You cannot separate the two, but mark my words, that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to to angle this as a male shooter, and in reality, it's not. It's a female shooter. Now, why would they do that? Transitioning to a man, right? So why would Audrey Hale do something like that? Well, what has happened in Tennessee that recently just got enacted. Tennessee decided to drag, enacts drag ban and criminalizes violations. You can go to WashingtonBlade.com, America's LGBTQ news source. And so what do they have here? Senate Bill 3 prohibits drag shows labeled as "Quote unquote adult cabaret performances from taking place within a thousand feet of schools, public parks, and places of worship. Oh, how fascists do they have to be? We don't want you putting on strip shows within a thousand feet of schools, parks, and churches. How draconian! One of the lead sponsors of the measure." Uh, Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson told reporters the bill specifically protects children from obscene sexualized entertainment. And any attempt to conflate this serious issue with lighthearted school traditions is dishonest and disrespectful. And according to the law, first-time violators may be charged with a Class A misdemeanor. Punishable by a $2,500 fine and up to a year in jail. Any subsequent offenses uh, can carry up to a six-year sentence. So that got everybody into a tizzy how dare they ban drag shows within a thousand feet of schools parks and churches this is just outrageous now let me ask you another question what happens if it was not a drag show what happens if it was just a plain run-of-the-mill strip show where women had tassels marching around and polishing stripper poles all day long Would anybody really complain if there was a bill banning regular, unadulterated... Well, that's probably a poor choice an adjective. A regular strip show within a thousand feet of a public school, a park, or a church? Probably not. It would go unnoticed. Nobody would really care. But when it comes to the whole drag industry, then, oh, it's outrage. We've got the next Hitler on our hand, and if we don't stop it here... They're going to come for your kids. They're going to never, ever, ever stop violating your rights. It's it's within our personal civil liberties. If we wanted to put her on a drag show within a thousand feet of a church or a school, they, they're violating my rights? Absolutely not. So somebody did some digging and found Audrey Hales. Um, uh, basically, I think... I think this was her Instagram, and she's holding up a picture. Oddly enough, Audrey is in a mask, so you already know the mental state of this person. And uh, Audrey is holding up a sign. It says trans rights or else. And in between the words trans rights, there are one, two, three, four, five different types of rifles. And then dot, dot, dot or else at the bottom. So clearly this person is saying, uh, if you do not pay attention to me, something rotten could potentially happen to you. And in that expression, you could end up dead because I am clearly stating that I am not afraid to use a firearm. There's a whole movement about liberals being able to use firearms they're all about it i mean look at an antifa rally if you've seen any of the uh trans rallies they're protected by antifa members uh and you see them armed you see them armed with rifles and that's not a problem but as soon as anybody stands up for the second amendment then that turns into a problem so my issue with all of this is obviously there's a Second Amendment deal here. And there's a little bit of a detail that I'm going to go into with the Second Amendment that Biden, I think, is going to try to push with all of this. But there's a larger issue here. That larger issue is mental health. We have to stop acknowledging or I shouldn't say it that way. We have to stop saying that... I accept you and you're normal when you identify as a cat and your teacher has to put a litter box in the closet so that you can pinch off a loaf in the closet because you think you're a cat. That's not okay. That's not normal mental behavior. So we need to really start looking at the mental health of the youth in this country because I have never seen something like this. And in particular, this whole gender identity, sexuality nonsense. Why are we even talking about those kinds of topics to children in first grade, kindergarten? Uh, there was another release; they're talking about it in preschool in some instances. I mean, it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Why are you sexualizing children? Why are you boiling people's identity? down to genitalia and sexual preference. That's all they're doing here. They're trying to make you nothing more than a sexualized bag of meat. That's disturbing. This needs to stop. Everybody needs to start realizing that they are divine. They are full of of an energy that doesn't necessarily come from this plane. And this energy allows you the gift of discernment. It allows you the gift of being a moral compass, a conservator, a, a person, an individual, a pillar within the community to say, yes, this is right. No, this is wrong. We really shouldn't be doing something like this. Where are those people? And I should say this. There was a study from the Washington Examiner that talked about how people were identifying as trans. And it's very, very telling about how this whole trans movement seems to be, according to this study, I'm not saying it's, an, it's my, necess, my opinion necessarily, but I am saying this, it seems to be nothing more than a farce for individuals that want to express some kind of fetish and want to be part of some kind of community. And this is what the study found. A very small group, 1.6 million, includes the significant number of young Americans between 13 and 17 who are increasingly calling themselves trans to that degree that reflects a certain amount of social contagion, not something new. And that's, like I said, Washington Examiner, right? So, what else do we see with all of this? The survey covered some basic facts. It reveals that a large majority of the trans population, 69%, oddly enough, of people who call themselves trans, have not used hormone treatments. And an even larger majority, 84%, have not had surgery. Most of them, 77%, have told researchers they simply changed the types of clothes they wear and their higher style. That's right. They went to the—I they I don't know where they went to get these awful green and purple and blue pastel hair dyes to put in there. And then, oh, all of a sudden, I'm trans. So do you understand 77% of quote-unquote trans people just like wearing dresses Just like wearing different hairstyles. Are you now going to be that sympathetic to a school district or or a business that says, yes, we should allow trans men or trans women to go into the women's room. We should allow trans men to go into women's locker rooms, especially in high schools where they can be accepted. Do you see how silly that whole argument is now, according to this study? The other part is that the study makes clear, in most cases, that there is an increased life satisfaction, and it came without hormone treatment or surgery. And yet today, there is an alliance of activists on the left that promote life-altering, irreversible procedures. That's right. They call it gender-affirming care and have established medical facilities that specialize in all. Yes, we all know about this. It's a money-making scheme. If these people were custodians of society, they would understand that we should not be taking advantage of children's naivete. They should also understand that children are not adults. They do not have the full mental faculties. To realize the gender affirming care and its long term impacts to their mental and physical health. And furthermore, these gender affirming care facilities should not be, and public schools should not be trying to separate the child from the parents in the way of essentially grooming the child. And saying, well, you have to do what you have to do at home. But when you're here in the classroom, you are accepted no matter what. If you think that you're a girl today, that's it. You're a girl in my classroom. And we won't use what they call a dead name anymore, which is completely bizarre to me to call your birth name your dead name. That, that's a whole different line of BS that you've got to plow through. Anyway, the survey continues. Uh, looked into everyday behavior of people who call themselves trans. Found the large majority, 70%, do not present themselves as trans in public. Some never do. Trans people don't always present as a gender other than the one they were at birth. Three in ten physically present as as different gender all the time, while 20% do so most of the time. Another 34% as different gender some of the time, and a small but significant share, 16%, say they never physically present as a gender different from their sex assigned at birth. Is, does this trans movement sound like the one that we're trying to get sold to by the mainstream media? No, it really doesn't. It doesn't at all. The survey also found a majority of people characterized as trans actually preferred to be referred to as something else. The researchers found that 62% preferred to be called non-binary or gender non-conforming, while 22% preferred to be called trans women and 12% trans men. So it's not even necessarily a trans movement. It's more of a non-conforming movement it's more of a i really don't feel like a man i really don't feel like a girl i'm a tomboy i'm a i don't know what i'm I'm a feminine uh, if you're going from the male side the point is is that there's a serious mental health issue here the mainstream media is lying to you about the size of this movement And schools and these teachers are doing something extremely disturbing by allowing these kinds of policies to go through and fostering this kind of dysphoria within the classroom and being fully accepting of it. Now, I'm not saying you have to browbeat people and beat them down and all of that other nonsense, but you as an adult have to put your biases aside You as an adult, a custodian of the classroom, well, maybe not a a custodian in that sense, you must be fully aware of your impact to these people. And the mainstream media is is not our friend in all of this. The mainstream media is doing horrible things. The mainstream media is trying to promote this movement. And by the way... As we saw today in Nashville, they, the mainstream media and the Democrats are radicalizing these people that probably already have a mental problem, and they need serious help. And it doesn't mean, oh, you're telling me that you identify as a horseshoe crab. I'm going to accept the fact that you are a horseshoe crab. That's not the kind of help they need. They need serious help. Because I can promise you, there's probably a lot of childhood trauma in all of these people, or at least a decent amount. And they really need somebody to talk to. Otherwise, you're going to get these radicals doing these kinds of things. So my prediction with all of that is the mainstream media is going to try and separate this person from from the trans population and the mainstream media is going to try and say no well uh, th- there's a testosterone element in all of this and so we need to make sure that it's the men that are the problem the test there's too much testosterone in society we need more soy boys with soy milk for everybody bug burgers for everybody that's the real issue here with all of this this person is mentally ill and I'm sure we're going to find out more things maybe MK ultra uh, monarch kind of training and all of this but the point remains it's not about the Second Amendment it's about a mental problem and these people need some serious help because they are hurting and nobody is paying attention to them and no amount of acknowledgement of any mental delusion about how they identify, is going to genuinely validate this person's, one, pain, and two, feelings. Three, mental well-being. That's going to be it for me. It's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. A rather dry run about today. I was going to get into the Second Amendment, uh, but I may do that as a bonus podcast depends on my feel uh, how i feel depends on my voice is going and uh all of that so you know what to do like me find me share me last call podcast is chris michaels and all that good stuff until tomorrow